0: Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of High and Wide Radio. I'm your host, Angry Jim, here as always with Kyle and Jack. We have a special guest tonight from Broad Street Hockey Radio, Kelly Hinkle. Kelly, how are you?
1: Great. I'm super pumped to be on a podcast named after Jeff Carter.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's actually how we came up with that, yeah. It's a shame he's not on the team anymore. (laughs) Free advertising, all game. All game. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah, so how are you, Kelly? You had a, a date tonight. You want to talk about that real quick?
1: God, is that a real thing you want to talk about?
0: Yeah, let's hear it. It was, it was a good date, apparently, huh?
1: Good in the sense that he appeared to be a normal human man. <laughs> he did not try to murder me. He could hold a conversation.
0: The, the murder part's actually a really a really good one.
1: God, it's just, you know.
0: You, you go out with a lot of uh, murderers?
1: I don't go out with a lot of people generally, I just, all assume, I just assume that they're going to be a murderer when I hit on them, <laughs> because that's the only thing that makes sense to me. But this one seemed relatively normal, so that means I will not ever hear from him again. Well, oh. Oh. Wait, how, huh. it was tonight or it was last night? No, it was tonight. I got home like an hour ago. Oh, wow. Well, you got yeah, like three days before, you know, that's usually the, the time frame there. Is What's that what th- you idiots do? Or are you still doing this with that? I'm only gonna wait three days to text that girl that I like. Wait, is that a thing? It, yeah, it, I mean, I never did the oh, full
2: three days. I I have waited a, one whole day, and it was <laughs> torturing to myself. I was like, oh man, I'll go. She's gonna slip back out into the sea because I'm doing oh. this stupid thing. <laughs> I never went 3 days. Well, and we I hate don't
3: have
0: all of you so much. <laughs> I don't have that kind of self-control. This might be my whole downfall right here. There's really a 3-day thing?
1: No, don't do that. It's not don't official. listen to them, listen I... to me. Don't do it. <laughs> you got to find the middle ground. If what? a girl, you call if a right girl away likes now. you, if a girl likes you, she wants you to text her.
2: It within is true.
1: If you can read signs, you don't have to do the the thing. If, you, if, the if day she goes, doesn't like yeah. you, you're fucked anyway. But if she <laughs> likes you, she wants to hear from you right away. I can promise you that.
0: But I gotta wait three days, though. So. <laughs>
1: oh my god. I, I, I wish mean... every day that I had been born gay. I swear to God. <laughs>
2: People like what they can't have, and after like a day or two, they start thinking they you don't like them, they don't, can't have you, and then boom, you send them a text. All of a sudden, they're like, hey, I can't wait to go out. <laughs> uh,
0: that actually sounds like a, like really like what I should do. That sounds like a good plan.
2: Listen, There is no book on this. Well, it actually, there's many books, but none of them are perfect. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so if, if a girl likes you, Kelly, you should text them, what, the next day? What's too soon? I need This is actual advice for me.
1: So here's the thing. The thing that's extremely fucked about all of this is that the only thing that actually matters is how much this other person is into, because if she likes you a whole bunch and you text her right away, she's going to be like, oh, nice. Awesome. I texted her I'm super excited about it. If she doesn't like you, she's going to say, what the fuck is this guy texting me already for? I don't want to talk to him. So really, it's, it's nothing is right. Everything is actually wrong. I, I don't think. know what any of us are supposed to be doing. That's yes.
2: exactly what Hitch said at the end of Hitch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's that's kind of been my whole mentality. Everything I do is wrong, so I might as well make the decision.
1: Yeah. I, that, that's kind of what I've settled in on, is that, you know what? I'm fucking weird, and if you're going to like me, you're going to have to figure it out soon enough, so I am just not. I just don't pretend to not be weird anymore. Yeah. It doesn't work. I oh, would I'm respect. It anyway. I would respect the shit out of that, but that's me. <laughs> that's
0: that's a good strategy. It
1: is what
0: it is. Yeah. Um. So let's get to a little bit of a uh, little bit of Flyers talk. Some, uh, you know, some sad news came out there in the week. Uh, Oscar Lindblom was diagnosed with Ewing sarcoma, out for the season. Uh, you know, I, I don't really want to spend too much time on that, guys. Uh, you know, if you guys want to say anything there, um, I, I kind of. Wanted to keep this episode a little bit lighter, but still wanted to bring that up. Um, so any any thoughts or any comments on Oscar Lindblom? Kelly, we could start with you there.
1: I mean, I don't there's not really a lot to say. It fucking sucks. Yeah. It sucks for the kid, it sucks for the team, it sucks for us as fans. Like it's it just sucks all around. There's not really a lot to say about it. But one thing I do want to say is that I think and I said this on Twitter, but I just I it upsets me that people think that you can't continue to talk about hockey in the face of this kind of thing. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like, you're allowed to say to yourself, how are we going to replace Oscar Lindblom's production on this team? It doesn't make you a bad person, in my opinion.
0: I agree. Um, Jack, any any thoughts on on that with what Kelly just said? I mean, because obviously, Oscar Lindblom being out is, is not great. Um, but thoughts on... You know, fans being able to talk about the team during this time.
2: I think what Kelly said was perfect, especially with how it just sucks not just, in every essence of the word, in every part of life. And it actually made me feel a little bit better because I can't help but think, what are they going to do with Adam? You know, what's it going to be like going forward? And once you put aside, you know, he, I got it at this point. I just hope he can live the rest of his life, a normal life. Like, we're going to talk about hockey when it's appropriate. Uh, for him, but as far as this season, this team, like they still go to the rink. I still watch the games. You, you have to think that, you know, it's it's, and I don't think it's inhumane to to talk about it. Um, yeah, it absolutely sucks, but you know, we'll see what happens. Life goes on, the season goes on, and you know, we still we're off to a pretty good start. It's a little bit of a rough patch right now, but what can we do, or what can this team do going forward, whether it's internally or maybe. Fletcher's doing something. I don't know. So I don't think it's bad to talk about that. So I think it was well said. And uh, it sucks, but God bless him. All the prayers, everything. And let's move on. Let's talk about
3: the, the season.
0: Kyle, you okay over there? Everything cool?
3: I have no idea what's going on, but this is reminding oh me God. too much of that one time with Anchor that keeps kicking me.
0: Oh, yeah? You having trouble over there?
3: Yeah, some technical difficulty. I can't figure out what the hell's going on.
0: All right, I can hear you uh, pretty good now. Are you all right?
3: I don't know. I, I'm, I am right now. In two seconds, I might not be.
0: Okay. You have uh, any comments about Oscar? Or, or, or you know, fans talking about the team in, in, in light of what happened?
3: It's, it's very unfortunate, obviously. It's one of those things you can't really foresee taking place. And uh, all we can really do is rally support around the guy. I mean, it's really all we can do. We've got some of the best doctors around him in the entire world, and I hope the best for the kid, and he gets all my prayers and all my thoughts, and hopefully we hear by the end of the year that he's good to go, or just that he's healthy, you know what I mean? So yeah, 100%. There's really not much else to say.
0: Yep. I mean, you know, we're all obviously fans, but we're human beings first, and you know, it, it's it's so unfortunate, man. And, and it, it almost feels like, you know, we watch this team all the time. We we pay attention to them, uh, you know, pretty much year-round. So when we found out this happened, it kind of felt like it was somebody in your family that got sick or, or somebody that you knew that got sick. Uh, I know for myself, I was, like, moping around for two days. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Like, I don't know this guy. Like, I, I don't know him at all in the slightest. I just watch him on TV play a sport. But uh, it, it's just funny how... You know, how, how it affects you. Um, so you can only imagine what's going on in his mind, what's going on in the player's mind. Um, you know, it's, it's unfortunate to see and, and hopefully it does get better. Um, th- somebody put out an address. I believe it's for the Wells Fargo Center. If you want to send out cards to, to or um, well wishes to Oscar, I uh, have an address here. Uh, it's Philadelphia Flyers, Wells Fargo Center, 3601 South Broad Street, Philadelphia, PA, one nine one four eight five two nine two uh attention oscar limblom so you can send cards i mean whatever you want to oscar there hopefully you get some uh, Yeah, i can, gonna, can, can
1: confirm ahead. that he'll get them okay they, awesome. they, they will give them to the players yeah
0: okay that's awesome um so we'll move on a little bit here uh, uh you know it'd be cool to talk about something a little bit more uplifting uh but the flyers had a rough week you know they opened up the week with a three to one loss to the avs uh thought they played well uh kelly what'd you think about the colorado game
1: you know it was a lot better than the one that came after it. that's for sure um i mean i honestly given everything that was going on with the team that day um both with injuries and then this they knew going into colorado that this was going on with oscar so obviously it was you know rough day for them i did not expect them to be able to hang with colorado as well as they did um Sure, they lost, but they kind of lost on their own accord. Like, they had a chance in the second period to really take over that game. And if they had been able to score on a couple of the chances that they had, it might have been a whole different thing. So I I was actually pleased to see them hang around with a team as good and especially as fast as Colorado is. And it was nice to see Hart be able to shut down some extremely good shots from some extremely good shooters. So... Not great, but there are some positives, I think there
0: absolutely. I like that you mentioned Hart, because he uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but he's been so easy to not forget about but overlook in mm-hmm. this team's success because he just you know he doesn't make that insane save because he doesn't have to. He's just always in the right spot, and you kind of just forget about how well he's played. <clears throat> um Jack, your thoughts on the three to one it was three to one, right? the three one loss to the avalanche, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, I picked this was the game I thought they would lose before everything happened with Lindblom or what have you, Uh, more so because Colorado's so good. However, I would argue this was probably the Flyers' best game that they played of the three. It was so frustrating to watch, though. They just could not finish. And on top of that, you have Hart made the best save of the year, and while I think the save against Taylor Hall looked better, that was more desperation, where – Against Ratman here, he was just—he just knew where to be, and it, he was almost over. He almost could have saved that with his chest. He just was over so quickly, like he saw the play developing before it happened, and he looked fantastic. But Nico Ratman was one just determined little guy, and he just—he just kept coming. He beat Hayes on that second goal, and even that barely snuck in. An unfortunate play from behind the net. The first goal was an unfortunate bounce off the post. And, but, you know, if they could have finished, that game could have been a lot closer. I'm not even going to get on them for going, you know, playing a backup goalie. Because if you've seen his stats in like the last eight games.
1: Yeah, they're like, insane. Hey,
2: no. Yeah, he's like, he's insane. You know, so, I mean, that team, is they're just legit. They're just so good. And that's why I think I thought that was their best game of the three, even though they lost. It was just frustrating. It's it's unfortunate because maybe they get a goal in the second. That's a, I think that third period is a different third period.
0: Mm-hmm. Kyle, uh,
3: are you okay? Uh, don't, even, don't even go to me, dude. Just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm so done with the internet today.
0: Um, yeah. So the Colorado game for me. I think they came out a little bit flat in the first.
3: Typical. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, they were kind of lucky to be only down one nothing. Uh, they turned it on in the second. I I think they were down two nothing after the second. Even after completely dominating that period, it was just unlucky. You know, Colorado is one of those teams, man. They can play you evenly, but you know, with Miko Rantanen and uh, Nathan McKinnon, it, it's very rare that they play another team that can match those two stars. Unfortunately, I think Rantanen scored twice in that one to to win that game three to one. Flyers didn't necessarily play bad; they just they couldn't beat the Avalanche. You know, uh, that was kind of for me it was like, what are you going to do? They lost out two points to the Colorado Avalanche, arguably the best team in the Western Conference. All right, so let's move on. Let's talk about the Wild game. Obviously, that was the first game after the news of Oscar Lindblom. Kelly, what did you see in the the Minnesota Wild game from this team?
1: Uh, that
0: It's a tough one, was isn't it?
1: Bad. Yeah, yeah. It was um I mean, arguably the worst game they played all season. It's Under-
0: understandably though, no?
1: Right. That's the thing. It's it's hard to really get pissed off about right. a loss in that situation. Um that said, you know, what, do are you, pro-
0: what are your honest thoughts? They're
1: professional athletes and, you know, they're getting paid a lot of money. And, you know, you and I have jobs. And if we're having an absolutely horrible day personally, unless you're taking the day off, you're not really allowed to just shit the bed at work. Right. So, like, I I don't I, I want to be clear. I'm not upset that they lost. I understand why they played bad. I do wish that perhaps they had not played that badly because it was ugly. Very ugly. Top to bottom. Okay.
0: Jack, I know. I know. Go ahead, Jack. I know what you want to say. Go ahead.
2: Yeah. And you, it's funny that you brought that up, Kelly. Me and Jim were uh, tweeting at each other <laughs> during this game. And I have the probably the I don't know about Kyle, but I have the least bleeding heart of the group. And I, was, I just I'm watching the game and I'm, I'm getting frustrated. And Jim's hitting me with the, you know, everything that we had just come out about Lindblom. And, you know, they're humans and all that. I'm like, I get that, Jim, but if it were you or me and we were slacking at work, you really think our bosses would care? No. So, yeah, it's tough. And you did bring up, Jim, that they uh, they go to war together. It's not exactly like it's me yeah. telling an employee to go do something. These guys are brothers. like you know. So I was not taking – I usually don't take those things into account during the game because I'm a lunatic. So <laughs> it's, when I can st- it's when it's over and I can step away from it that I kind of understand that a little bit more it um, was frustrating in a different manner. You know, it's like you ever get mad at something, but you, you understand why it happens, so you can't get mad yeah. about it. That That's how I sum the whole game up,
0: you know. It, it's That's just, my life right there. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> I just, that's all I could say. And, and on top of that, the Wilds started off the season pretty rough, but they've been on a tear lately. They so have, I, yeah. I'm, yeah, I mean, listen, the Flyers' penalty kill was there. You know they they stopped all five power plays, but their power play is still shit in the bed. Normally the Flyers are out shooting teams, giving up no shots. Definitely outshot this game by ten. It's not. I mean, a lot of that was power plays, but uh, yeah, they just they just didn't have it. Understandably so. And you just you just kind of go. You're not surprised. Like it, you know it, it is what it is, and you know you step like I said you step away from it. And you, you they're human, and it's just it sucks. <laughs> it, it it totally sucks. And you're like well. Owen oh two now. Uh, got Winnipeg. Let's see what happens. Did wild or good now. They have almost a similar record like us, so I'm like trying to make myself feel better with things like that.
0: So isn't that is and, Kyle? I'm gonna ask you next in a second. Maybe you'll be on my side, but isn't that insanely it's just insane. You have to go out and play a game and then you have to turn around and play another fucking game, not even twenty four hours later. Like I, hate I don't want to. I don't want to say shit's unfair because life is unfair and, and, you know, a 23-year-old kid gets diagnosed with cancer as he's having a breakout season. You know, that's not fair. I mean, don't get me wrong. I absolutely hate when people say things are not fair because that's life. But, dude, the shit that just happened to this team is not fair. And then to have to go out and play a game while one of your teammates has been diagnosed with potentially life-threatening disease, like, come on. You know, and, and to have to go out and play again, it's just like, dude, like you're getting your ass whooped the one night and then you got to go back out there and do it again. I don't know. It, it bothers me. Kyle, what do you, th- I'm sorry, what do you think?
3: Like you alluded to earlier in the conversation, um, they're professional athletes, yes, but they're human beings first. And at the end of the day, like we all stated, These guys are brothers. I mean, these guys are family. That's a heavy, heavy thing to play with for anybody. I mean, but that also being said, you also lost Pitlick and Lawton injury in this game Mm -hmm. as well. So that doesn't help anything. You already have somebody else on your mind. And then you lose two additional players to God knows what. Nobody's, it's not like anybody's coming back to the bench and telling you what's wrong. Just the, they're not coming back. So you got other things now on your mind. It's just a rough situation in my personal opinion.
0: 100%. And just in case anybody hasn't heard yet, I think they said uh, Pitlick was diagnosed with concussion and Lawton, I think they said it was a groin injury. Elaine Vigneault, I believe was quoted as saying he's going to miss a, a decent amount of time there. So not good. We know how important Scott Lawton's been to this team the last couple of weeks you know, and it it's it's really easy for me to get all amped up talking about this because, you know, we've seen, I think in sports in general, talk a lot about, you know, mental health, things like that. And I, I happened to listen to the snow, the goalie podcast right before our episode tonight. And, uh, Russ and Ant kind of, you know, touched on this, you know, mental health and, and mental illness of athletes has kind of been uh, brought to light a little bit more recently. There's a show I believe on, uh, I don't know if it's Comcast or NBC, but, you know, this is a classic example of, hey, you know, something a little bit more important than hockey's come up with this team. Maybe we want to reschedule the game, even if it's just one game, you know, Um, to have these guys go out and play. and, And I stress the word play, because how can you how can you go out and have fun when when something like this is going on in your house, in your locker room? It affects you. And it's not. Okay, like, and to use your guy's analogy, if I'm going to work, all I have to focus on doing is what I'm supposed to do, right? These guys, they're going to work. They're focusing on what they're supposed to do, but they also have to worry about the guy uh, who they're supposed to, you know, uh, be playing in the game who's supposed to do the same exact thing to them. Like, it's not it's not just their game that they have to focus on. They have to worry about the other team, another team who doesn't have that stuff to focus on. All they got to focus on is whooping your ass, you know what I'm saying? So it's almost not fair, and and it, it bothers me a little bit. You know, if they want to make an example and they want to help these players out with this mental health shit, this was a classic example of a time where they could have said, "Hey, something a little bit more uh, important than hockey came up. Let's give these guys a break. We'll reschedule the game." Uh, what do you guys think about that? If
1: they did my something, my like, Kelly, I'm sorry. No, I was just gonna say, like, I totally get where you're coming from. I just don't know how realistic it is to expect. I mean the the scheduling is complicated as hell. Mm-hmm. The buildings, the schedules, the travel, all of that stuff is very very complicated for them to figure out. And I I just don't think that it would have been feasible for them to last minute reschedule a game right. to give these guys a minute to get their heads together. Would it be nice if they could have sure. Um but just to kind of get back to what you're saying, I am also the kind of person who hates when people whine about things being unfair, um, especially when it comes to sports, because, you know, yeah. it's it's a game. Everything right. about it is fair that you play well or you don't. But I mean, we lived through several years of like fucking Chris Vandevelde playing 82 healthy oh. games and nothing happening. And all of a sudden we have a team that's fun guys that like playing together. You can see it on the ice. Things are getting better. And then all of a sudden, not only are we getting hit with injuries, we're getting hit with absurd things like cancer. And not only is it happening to players, it's happening to our best players. And it's like, could we get a break? Like, for five seconds. And now Farabee's suspended. So now you have... (laughs) You only have 11 forwards that can dress in this game against Anaheim. You can't call anybody up because you don't have any cap room. Like, everything is completely fucked, and it's so... It's just, like, disheartening because for the first time in such a long time, I don't know about you guys, but I was having so much fun with this team this year. And it's just like, damn it. (laughs) I really just... I really, really, really hope that they find a way to kind of get pissed off at the adversity that's being thrown at them and just start winning some games out of sheer anger. That would make me happy.
0: Right, that'd make a lot of us happy. I'm all about getting angry. Jack, what do you think?
1: Sure,
2: angry Jim. <laughs> no, I, I think that was well said because uh, the last time I remember having this much fun this early in the season, I think I got to go back to like 2013, definitely before Hackstall. And it was true. You had all the young guys that we've been talking about for so long coming up. They're finally here. Like all of them are finally yeah. here and it's working. Like Frost comes up, his first two games are fantastic. Farabee's doing stuff. Limblom is leading the tied for the lead in goals. TK people hated on that con contract especially not in philly and he's like one of the best players on the team like everything was coming to get heart is going nuts like everything was coming together you had the veteran presence with niskin guys like niskin in and all that and while yeah you know, we weren't leading the division or anything we have a damn good division and we're right there with the islanders and almost the capitals although they're pretty damn good and it's like this is finally it like it's you know we had the best november we've ever had played a lot of games but even still and uh, it was like it was all coming together, and it's like, what bad karma do we have that something like this had to happen? Like, holy cow! Like, it's terrible. I mean, for just if we can put aside Lindblom's actual health for a second and focus on the the season, it's like, are you kidding me? The the, the hit to TK, him being out, all the other injuries, Lindblom. This it's like. You, you, it's not fair. Is the only thing that I can think of to say, Jim. And so I, I <laughs> and I agree with Kelly. I don't like people to say that either. But it, what else do you say at this point? And just to finish up, as far as canceling the games, I, the schedule is so friggin' complicated with stuff. I, it, it's not baseball where you can just have a doubleheader. So, it, and that's the, really the only sport that I see really cancel games. I mean, maybe football, but even then, it's once a week. And I remember they canceled some teams by week to make up for it. And that team like flipped out about it. You know what Uh, I mean?
0: Yeah, I remember It's a big
2: deal. You know, so I, and this is indoor. So I just don't see it happening. You know, you got to press on. But they're human. It is what it is. But it it, it really feels like the rug got pulled out from under us. We had to watch as teams like Pittsburgh wins two cups, Capitals finally get a cup. Teams that were terrible and invented tanking, especially Pittsburgh, and the league just, covets and and babies you know and and they go on to do great things and we get embarrassed and now it's finally us turning the turning the page so like it's our time we our kids our suffering is coming to a head here we're finally you know pushing through and then this happens it's like really what what, what, why do we deserve this you know i I feel bad saying that because limblom's got it much worse than any of us but it's still as a fan it's like this it's not fair that's the only thing i can think of it's really not fair it sucks it's bullshit
0: Kyle, are you going to take my side with that, or what are your thoughts?
3: <laughs> I got lost. What the hell are we talking about? Canceling of games. No, you can't do it. It's just too much. Ride. <laughs> just the game. You just can't do it. That's it. End of story. Can't be done.
2: I can't tell you how many times, Kelly. I make a. I make a really long point about something. Yeah. I go to these guys, and they just go. No, I don't
1: think so. <laughs> uh, I, I really like that delivery. It was like, "What? I'm not listening to you guys." Ah, <laughs> uh, no, that's stupid. Moving on. <laughs> nah, I disagree. I'm like, oh,
0: jeez. <laughs> uh, I think Farabee was mentioned somewhere in there. So if you guys don't know by now, he was hit with a a three game suspension, ridiculous. And I believe that comes to a. I, I think he was fined like something like fourteen thousand dollars or some shit. Um, which which to these guys is not a lot of money, but. Three games. Let's talk about the hit first and then we'll get to the games. Kelly, what'd you think about the hit?
1: So the hit, so this is one of those hits where it's hard to have this kind of argument on like Twitter or something because it sounds, once you say it out loud, it sounds ridiculous, but I'm going to say it anyway. The hit was illegal because the hit was late. If the hit wasn't late, it would have been a perfectly fine, clean, hard hit. Mm -hmm. Wasn't super high. He didn't leave his feet. He didn't really target his head. So, for me, it's like, in my mind, the lateness of a hit is less egregious than, like, the actual hit hit. Like, for me, what happened to Connect me in that Senators game was worse, because while it wasn't as late, it was much more of a targeted head hit, I think, than what Farabee did to Perot. So, I don't know if I'm alone in this. I, I think that three games is absurd for a kid that has... Literally zero history of anything whatsoever to speak of in this league. Um, one game, if you want to go, I mean, whatever, that would have been fine. Three seems a bit ridiculous. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to appeal it or or what might happen there. But it's it's see, it's absurd in my mind. It's way too much.
0: I think they have to appeal that, Jack. Your thoughts on on the hit and then the end of three games?
1: They don't appeal this hit. So help me, God.
0: <laughs> I mean,
2: th- this hit, the TK hit, was milliseconds earlier like it wasn't as bad by milliseconds he got nothing no penalty no fine no suspension they throw the book at farabee what 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 like I, I it absolutely blew my mind three games three games for that no history like you said didn't leave his feet didn't hit with his elbow didn't hit the guy's head none of that where in the nhl player's safety is a absolute joke we already knew that is is this pronger trying to say i have no affiliation with the flyers i'm i'm making the right decisions and and making an example out of us or something because that makes more sense than any conversation they could have had i had somebody on twitter actually message me privately because you can't say things on the characters they give you on twitter that's not sound like an idiot you know so he sends me a picture and how far away farabee is from whoever the hell he hit, it's it's a good 10 feet. But hockey isn't played in frames, in frozen frames. Like, it's a fast game. They're on ice. And I'm like, yeah, you can make it look bad in the picture. You can make anything look bad. When you actually watch it over again, like when they slowed down the TK hit, it didn't look so good, but you watch it in real time, it's kind of understandable. Ultimately, at the end, when I see the TK hit and I see the Farabee hit, a uh, five-minute major and three-game suspension is not the difference by a mile in these hits. Like, it's unbelievable. Right. And I, I just I don't understand why they threw the book at him. It's a joke.
1: And the thing that frustrates me is that it's like, oh, well, it's because Perot got hurt on the play. Okay, so did Konechny. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. So, and, like,
1: I, I, I mean, I think it's stupid that they – you know, hand out these suspensions and penalties based on result and not intention anyway. Um, but, you know, both of them are hurt. So, yeah, I mean, I it's like, you know, fruitless to go back and revisit this Borowiecki, whose name I always say wrong, hit, um, huh, you know, say his
0: name wrong too. Yeah,
1: it's like, there's nothing we can do about it now. Just say, just say
0: it all three ways and you can't be wrong.
1: That's usually my strategy. I just, you know, <laughs> or just say it like so wrong that people... Yeah. Yeah, can't like maybe I'm right. It's so wrong. Um, but you know, it's just it, it it's frustrating. And like we were saying before, added on to all of the other guys that are out of this lineup, it's just like come on.
2: Well, the good oh. news is uh, Chris Prong is no longer the head of player safety. So if we want to yes. have on Jim, that is still a thing. It is George Perot now. Excuse George me. George Perot, yeah. I feel better about that.
1: Haros. Haros and his big mustache.
2: How does a guy uh,
0: like that become head of the Department of Player Safety? How is that possible? He went to an Ivy League school. Did he really? Yeah, he did. A guy like that goes to an Ivy League school and makes a career out of uh, punching somebody in the face. Whatever works. Don't judge
2: him. I don't know why
0: it matters (laughs) where they
2: went because they're they're flipping a coin anyway. There's no consistency. and That was my main issue. It's not that Farabee's innocent. It's that the consistency level of player
1: safety is an absolute joke. Right, like when has Evgeny Malkin ever been suspended for more than one game?
0: And he swung his freaking stick at somebody's stick
1: head. At somebody's head, he he head like a is, baseball
2: bat. He could have killed he somebody instantly. And so he got...
1: dirty, all the time.
2: It, it, it is is stupid. It is an app. Aff- I just it's a joke. <laughs> it's a, it's a he joke. Should,
0: mm-hmm. He should be suspended two games just for his face. Well, <laughs> 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 Kyle, your thoughts on uh the the hit and the three games?
3: Um, don't admire your pass for too long. That's my thoughts.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> don't admire your pass. I mean, I've been playing hockey my entire life. Don't watch your pass. Because somebody's going to clean your clock. You got your clock clean. It was a five-minute major. Clean That's your what? where it should have ended.
2: Clean your what? In walk?
3: fairness, Kyle said <laughs> the
2: same thing about TK when it happened.
3: Yeah, no, don't I'm sorry. He's you not know, picking
2: sides. He said the same thing when it happened.
3: I thought the TK hit was clean. I thought the pass was a suicide pass. You don't make that pass to a teammate in the center of the ice. I've been playing hockey my whole life. You don't do that.
1: I respect the consistency. For the consistency.
0: record, clean your what? Clock. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad all I'm right. not the
1: only, like, 12-year-old boy on this <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, taking. No, you, had, you missed it, actually. We had, like, a 5-10-minute segment where we got uh, all the dirty words out before we started. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, the it
3: hit. it's was basically just Jim cursing. <laughs> well.
0: It's true, actually. The
2: he hit. Texting I th- a girl back after his date.
3: <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> so the hit. I thought, uh, like you said, if it wasn't late, it was clean. So if he's yeah. got three games for a late hit, is total utter bullshit. Mm-hmm. A twenty-year-old kid. Right? He's never made a... Uh, you know, he's never got suspended, never got fined in his life. He's only been in the league for 31 fucking games. And he's going to get a three-game suspension? And, and you know, and we're talking about last week. I I, I thought the Barwecki hit was... You know, I didn't think it was dirty. I thought it was a little bit more vicious than Farabee's, obviously. Um, and he got... Nothing. Not even a a fine. Nothing. Kachuk's. If you want to talk the Kachuk play a little bit, because it wasn't necessarily a hit. Um, I thought the cross check. The cross check was weak. I thought, you know, to think that you can jump a player, throw your gloves off, and, and I don't know what he was doing. If he was trying to punch him in the face, or or smash his face into the ice. If, if if that is only fine-worthy, and what Faraby did was worthy of three games, and I don't know what the fuck's going on anymore. I really yeah, don't.
1: It doesn't make any sense.
0: Like, you're actually trying to hurt somebody in a sport where they're trying to get rid of that shit, and you find them, uh, I think it was a couple, $2 million, some, some shit like that. $2 million? Was it $2,000? I forget <laughs> yeah, what it yeah. was. It uh, wasn't 2000 It was like $5,000. <laughs> <laughs> All right, a couple thousand. What was and then you have... <laughs> you have a a clean hit that's late, and it's somehow three games. I, I I don't get it. I really don't. And you guys can tell me if I'm uh you know if I'm wrong here. Maybe if I'm I'm a little bit you know whatever. The league knows what's going on with this Flyers team. I'm not saying that they should play favorites this and that. I'm not saying that they're biased to the Flyers. That's why they're giving you know three games to a Flyer, whatever. But they know what's going on with this team. They know that somebody is out for the rest of the year with a serious uh, illness. They know that they just lost two players, right? Don't, shouldn't you take some of that into account when deciding how long you're going to give a player a suspension for a hit like that? Like the, the he- only
3: thing I think, the only thing I think they took into account is the two games beforehand. Faraby got into two fights. They don't want that in the game either, so.
0: That's a good point Kyle that's that's a good point cuz
3: i haven't yeah, seen Yeah but
1: it they're not allowed to consider like that can't be a thing that they can that they consider
3: They're not allowed but, to openly consider it same well, I, as we'll yeah, never sure. get the real story
0: So so Kelly do you think that they they could have considered that and and you know even though they shouldn't do you think that was part of it uh, Maybe they play, played uh, the last couple games and said all right this guy needs a break
1: So this is another thing that i hate when other people do it and i'm going to do it right now is when i when you know you claim that there's some kind of bias against the Flyers, mm-hmm. um, because it seems like a silly thing that that would be the case. However, it's hard not to look at a rookie player with 30 games played, who's never done anything worse but a fight in a hockey game, being suspended for three games for a late hit. Doesn't it's, make I, any I, sense. I don't know how to like. I don't know how to approach that. From any other place other than this is some kind of like broad street bullies bullshit that still gets hung on this team for it absolutely no,
0: be, no? It, it has to be well it I just makes sense
1: they're not doing the are they doing the explanation videos like they used to do anymore i don't think they are are they uh, i think that was just
2: uh uh who's the president of toronto uh shanahan, shanahan. i think that's, <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, fam, I right that. yeah
0: those were great
2: you know it just I don't want to be that person either. But when you look, when you're looking for answers because of how egregious this suspension was, you naturally fall into that category. It's just like nothing else makes sense. And if you ask me, do I think the league plays favorites and has people they dislike? Well, yeah. Oh, for sure. Answer me this. Why did the Penguins get the, the the heavily in a heavily-weighted lottery after a canceled season, why was there a lottery at all? They already got their first overall pick the year before. There was already a lottery for that. 2005 season was canceled. Why wasn't it a straight-up lottery for the entire league? Why was it still referring to the previous standings from the two years prior? Because they wanted them to get a high-quality player so the team didn't go to Kansas City because that would look bad on the team. So if you're going to tell me this league doesn't play favorites— you're out of your mind. You know, I, I, do I think they hate on the Flyers? I think that, yeah. I don't think it's as bad as it used to be. I do think now that Snyder has passed away, it's not as bad. But so, I, I do think if they had an opportunity to snuff them, they would. You know, And I don't know if that's this scenario here, but when I'm looking for answers as to why this is as bad as it is, what else you got?
1: So just kind of like as an aside for people listening to this, um, while we're recording, I just saw – online, Ryan Ellis got a two-minute minor for absolutely drilling um, Pavel Buchnevich with his elbow right in the head. And he left his feet. Yeah, he left his feet, elbow straight to the head. That was clearly the target. I will be extremely interested to see if he ends up with three or more games for that hit. Yeah, he only got a minor. Um, I mean, the puck was right there so it wasn't late or anything, but it was an an absolutely like clear head hit. So we'll see what kind of consistency we get out of these guys. If they're trying to, because honestly, like that's what they're trying to do, right? They don't want people hitting each other in the head anymore, which great, good goal. Um, but that's not what Farabee did. And that's exactly what happened in this hit. So I'm going to be very interested to see. What happens?
2: Yeah, you bring up a good point. If that's their goal, why are they throwing the book at Farabee when there was no head contact at all? And
1: they don't don't punish head hits consistently ever at all. It's all very frustrating.
2: That's what I tried explaining. The best I could on Twitter when people went at me for my opinion on it was it's not that I think Farabee is innocent. It's the player safety is so inconsistent, which we already knew. But to just see it thrown and rubbed in your face like this just makes you angry. It's like, come on. You guys are getting paid to do this. Like, this is insanity. And you're, you're already two-minute penalty versus a five-minute major. I bet you he doesn't even get suspended. Maybe a fine.
1: We'll see. But, like, it's a joke. I didn't it even is.
0: think that hit was five-minute major worthy. It's not. Didn't he get a game misconduct?
1: I think you got five in a game, right? Yeah. yeah. I,
0: how's that a game misconduct?
1: I mean, on top of those two things, like a fine, if you want to throw a fine at him, like whatever. But the three games is just, is absurd. Like that's the kind of stuff they hand out for very, very, very dirty, clearly bad hits. Yeah, and that's not that. Like, yeah, right, exactly. He's like he's a rookie. Like, come on. He has no history.
2: You, I, it makes no, it just blows my mind.
0: See, that's the only thing that I could uh, that I could think of. Maybe that he's a rookie and they're trying to, you know, set the example. Of, you know, I, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's your first year in the league, kid. If you're going to be doing shit like that, this is what's going to happen. Doesn't look right to to everything else that that goes on. But that's the only thing that I could come up with. You know, trying to think from their point of view. Here, here's a rookie in our league. He's in here 30 games. He thinks he can do this shit. Boom, three games.
2: But when have they ever done that with a rookie? When have they ever said this? And, and he's a skilled rookie. It's not He's not like mm-hmm. Wilson. Like it's the one that comes to mind. Or like, a, you know, a Ryan Reeves. He's not like a, that kind of rookie coming in. Like, oh, it's a tough guy. We should show him that we're not into that anymore. Or like a, a power forward, like Hartnell, or somebody of that nature. Or Lucic. It's not like that kind of player. Like, Farabee's not that kind of player. Yeah, he's been throwing his body around lately. Like, what, four or five games, Really? So they're going to, because he got into two fights, they're going to throw the book at him. One of the reasons he fought, like one of his first fights, I think it was against the Wild, is because one of the players got tripped right in front of the Flyers bench and cross-checked afterwards, right in front of everybody. No no penalties called. At that point, players start taking it into their own hands if the referees aren't going to protect them. They're going to protect their own teammates, which goes back to what we were saying about them being warriors together, going to war together on the ice he's had two fights it's it's not like he's and since he's come up he just really all he's been doing it's not like he's you know starting stuff it's not like he's ronaldoing this you know so th- for them to try to make an example of him is it would be a first if you ask me especially for a skilled player this is a guy who was a first round pick for god's sakes and he's not known to be fighting
0: doesn't make sense to me it just really doesn't make sense i know that he's tried to fill the, the, the tk role the last couple games but it it really, truly, honestly, doesn't make any sense to me. Three games for a guy that's played thirty-one games in his entire career. It wasn't even that bad. I mean, did Perot get hurt? Because I really didn't look. I didn't look up too much. Uh, you know, as far I as Matthew Perot, so. I it, believe he did. Yeah. Is yeah. he going to miss time? Do you guys know? I
2: think he had. I think he might have a concussion. To be honest with you. Really. Somebody – I mean, I'm going by Twitter, but somebody said uh, that he was concussed. And they they were okay with the, the suspension, so they may have been being dramatic. But I'm going to try to look it up now.
0: Did, did he hit his head anywhere? Because I, I really didn't – I didn't see any head contact.
1: Maybe
2: when he hit the ice. I
1: was going to say, I think when he hit the ice maybe. Yeah.
0: Okay. So maybe – I'm I'm assuming they're taking that into account for why he's going to get three games. Cause maybe... But sometimes
1: I think like if you, you whip your head back hard enough, that can do it. Yeah, I mean, I've seen
2: people learning how to skate fall on their own and smack their head against the ice. I mean, it's different when I elbow you or shoulder you and when, you you know, it's an after effect.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I I couldn't remember seeing any contact with the head. I know, you know, most, I think most, well, I'm thinking boxing, things like that. Anywhere on the chin pushes the jaw up into the into the brain, and boom, you get a concussion. Mm-hmm. But that, that's what I was looking for on the hit, and I didn't see any of that, so I guess he smacked his head on the ice. I guess if you look at it from from that point of view, you know, you did something stupid, wasn't that bad, but the result of what you did, this guy's got a concussion, here's three games. That Then to me, that makes a little bit more sense.
2: I guess, but having no history and not leave, leaving your feet and – all that—it's
0: so egregious.
2: It's it's so egregious. It makes no sense. There's no like comparative situation that I can think of. Guy's first time and doesn't do anything like I just said, like jumping or any leading with his shoulder or aiming for the head. Just hit the guy late. That's all he did.
0: Okay, so if we're looking at it from like a Jets fans point of view, imagine okay, imagine Faraby was the guy that was hit late and he smacked his head, boom, concussion. You probably want the max for the other guy. Not so much because of the hit, but because because your guy is going to be out for who knows how long, right?
2: Well, always. But I already got a five-minute major that really ended the game when the Flyers were coming back. So I'm already giddy about that. Um, and then on top of that, I'm like, yeah, I like this player. He's concussed. That was messed up. I hope I hope they throw the book at him. Well, who doesn't say that? So yeah. when, whenever it's a good – whenever it's a good uh, decision is when both sides have an, a little bit of an issue with it. Mm-hmm. So if I'm a uh, Jets fan, I'm like, wow. <laughs> At least I think I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'm like, okay, great. I'll take that. It should have been one game. If they were going to suspend them no more than that. And I if, agree. As a Jets fan, five, a uh, five minute major that turned the, I don't want to say turned the tide of the game, but prevented any comeback. And he gets a game on top of that. I don't understand how you can't be happy with that.
0: Yeah. No, I agree with that. Any um, any last thoughts, Kyle? I haven't heard from you in a little bit. Any, any last thoughts on that?
3: Uh, I should have stopped at the five-minute major in a game misconduct. I, I agree, agree that. I totally agree Oh, and that. the moral of the story, kids, is don't admire your fucking passes. <laughs> 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 so true, though. Uh,
0: so in light of, uh, you know, the injuries and suspensions, the Flyers have uh, called up a couple minor league guys uh, David Kashe Am uh, I saying it? That's another name. Kashe uh, Kashe. Kashe He's a younger brother or older brother of uh, the Anaheim Duck, Andre <laughs> uh Carson Torinsky, who's a fan favorite of the High and Wide Radio Show. And uh, Twitter favorite, apparently, Nicholas Albe-Kubel has been called up. Now, I didn't watch the game last night, um, but for, for you guys, if you did, how did they, I mean, in a 7-3 loss, I, I think they were down 6-1 at one point. Did you notice anything from those three guys? Uh, Kelly, we could start with you.
1: Uh, I missed a fair bit of this game, too, um, but I did see a bit. It was nice to see uh, Obey Bell get a point. Um, Oh, nice. I don't watch a lot of the Phantoms just because going to Allentown is a giant pain in the ass. Um, But we have people at Broad Street Hockey who do watch the Phantoms quite a bit and track them and study them and all that stuff and they really like knack and i trust that they know better than me who is good in allentown um so i was glad that he was finally getting a call up because i never really understood why he never did before it was kind of weird to me that he never ever ever seemed to get a call up um so i guess now like once you're desperate enough and you've run out of warm bodies the kid gets a call up and good on him he got a point um, from what I saw, he didn't look out of place, which is good. I think that sometimes in like the first game up, like that's the best that you can hope for is that they just don't look out of place. And he definitely didn't. Um, Kasha's first game I thought was really good as well. I wasn't sure about him at all. Um, just because he's not a guy that you hear very much about, I think in the Flyers organization. Mm-hmm. Um, he looked pretty good too. So it's nice to know that on top of kind of like the big name flashy prospects that we're all super excited about, we also have these kind of like depth guys mm-hmm. that can be called up when we need them and they, you know, won't be an absolute tire fire. So, that's good.
0: 100%. Yeah, Jack, what did you see from these guys?
1: Well,
2: I, I totally agree about Al Cabell. I don't know why they hate him, but at this point they have to put him up and he should be playing with more skilled players. He's a more skilled guy. Um it was good to see him get his first point. But actually, how did we decide to say his name? Kase? Kashe, Kasha. <laughs> I've been calling him Kasha. I've been calling him David yeah. Case for years. <laughs> but, uh, I
1: hate like to say it, David Case just because people get super pissed off, and it's funny to me. <laughs>
2: I'm just reading it, and if I don't hear it and I'm, I'm left to my own devices, I say it the worst way possible. <laughs> totally American. But um, I actually love the play he made against Colorado. Uh, I think it was can't remember the name of the defenseman starts with a Z he uh had the puck right in front of the net and David (laughs) Cache came up Mm -hmm. behind him (laughs) totally totally like lifted the stick and the guy and he's so much smaller than him lifted the stick bodied him stole the puck passed it I was like wow like where did he even come from he had so much determination on this one little play i absolutely love that play it led to a scoring chance obviously they didn't score but he was fiery like he he really went after it and i was like okay i like that so i like what i saw from him i think it's time alb kubel had more of a chance because i felt before if he ever did get called up it was like one and done or mm-hmm. maybe two games you know like let him like play a little bit, like let him fall into it. Cause this guy could score in juniors. He, he put up a lot of points in juniors and uh, everybody's all big on Bobby Brink. Well, this guy was putting up those kind of points back in 2014 in juniors. So like, let's see what he's got. Uh, and he's got a little grit to his game too. Um, and yeah, yep. we already know what we have in Torinsky. So, you know, like you said, it, or like Kelly said, it's really good that we have these guys for depth. If all this drafting is finally going to come in handy. And maybe we, you know, a guy gets an extended look and we can really use him going forward, even if it's in a fourth line role when guys start to come back.
0: I like how you said Bobby Brink's name like a, a South Philly Italian.
2: Hey, got- Bobby Brink.
0: <laughs> we got Bobby Brink over hey. here. Because <laughs> I should be saying Cole call, Cawford,
2: call
1: but I'm not. <laughs> oh, you still salty uh, about right, that? I was go. so salty about that for a while. I've never
0: never seen Jack so sad in my life. So happy and then so sad in a span of two seconds.
1: Because
2: the way they announced it. The way they
1: announced it. (laughs) (laughs) At the draft party, the whole freaking place was going nuts. And then they said Cam York and everyone was like, oh. I
0: I mean, Jack actually melted into the chair after that. I don't think he talked for like 10 (laughs) minutes.
2: (laughs) Because I did so much talking about how they have to take him beforehand.
0: Yeah, Uh, that was a scene, man. That was fucking funny.
1: Fun time.
3: Uh
0: Kyle, any um any last thoughts on Kasha, Torinsky and Knack?
3: I missed most of the Minnesota game. I only caught like ten minutes of it, and I only caught the third period of the Winnipeg game because I was playing hockey. Uh, and by the point that I turned it on, it kinda looked like Winnipeg was like, Yeah, we won. <laughs> so <laughs> it's kinda hard to base a judgment off of <laughs>
0: Yeah, I didn't really get to see those guys play either. I mean, what we've seen Torinsky earlier in the year, uh, Kasha I saw, he looked okay. He didn't look out of place, and Albe Kubel. It's good to hear that he that he looked like he belonged. He looked like he belonged. I think last year he just never really got the opportunity. Yep. I, I think there was a point last year where he was like averaging five minutes a game for for Hackstall. And You know, we we all know why. Um, you know, some of the guys got the playing time that they were getting, but you know, man, you know, I was kind of like, what more do you need to see out of Nicholas Albe Kubel and you know, then I, then I thought about the last year or two, and I'm like, well, he never really got a fair shake when he was up. So maybe this is our chance to to really see what we have in in that. So it, I guess it's, you know, uh, with all these injuries and, and suspensions, we could see what we got from some of these other guys. Uh, maybe next year ends up being the year where they, they make the cup run. At, you know, I don't want to make this into anything more than it is, but – and I don't want to – go Jim, ahead.
2: Like, how long have <laughs> I been saying – like we drafted all these guys. I really would like to see them. This is a I mean, it's a bad situation, but is a perfect opportunity to mm-hmm. finally see some of the the fourth round picks, the fifth round picks, you know, to see what we got. Because remember, Lindblom was a fifth round pick. Now he yep. played he played well, but still some guys you just got to see what you have and you just don't know until you see. And this is a perfect opportunity to get everybody some playing time to see what they can do. And I don't expect everybody to play great. Obviously if you just get one or maybe even two guys that you think can stick around or, or do something for you that more than you thought they could, it's a win. And if you have to make something good out of a bad situation, that's what this is. And I don't want to say it's exciting because this team is not rebuilding. They're trying to win now. Uh, But for everything going on, to look for any kind of positive, it's a positive. Not to mention, there's one name we haven't discussed yet, and if he were to miraculously make a comeback right now, he would look like Batman, and that's Nolan Patrick.
0: Hmm.
2: Oh. (laughs) What? Not happening.
1: (laughs) I... I... I just, at this point, if he played this season, I would be surprised.
2: Yeah, me too. I'd also take it. I'd also take it at this point, even if it's just a cup of coffee.
1: I mean, yeah, but that's another one of those, like, not fair things where it's like, we jump from 13 to 2 out of nowhere. And we end up with, you know, obviously through no fault of his own, a kid who cannot stay healthy and now cannot play hockey. And, and it's like, because God he damn it!
2: Headaches. He had issues.
0: Like man, you, you Kelly see? and Jack, I feel like you guys could have like your own show over here. Like you guys are exactly the same.
1: Yeah, you guys you, are fired.
0: You think exactly I mean. the same way. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just can't,
0: man. Like, did you, you guys it. talk before the show or what? Like, no. I feel like
1: oh. I'm not allowed. You can't. I'm not allowed to say a lot of bad things about Nolan Patrick on Broad Hockey Radio because Steph yells at me. But <laughs> I. Uh, I mean, even before we knew what was going on with him, I had a lot of problems with Nolan Patrick just because I never thought I don't want to say not trying, but I kind of got get the vibe from him that because he was so good for his entire career without really having to work that hard.
0: Oh my
2: god. He kind of thinks thing.
1: yeah, he thinks that he can do that in the NHL too and he can't.
2: Jim, I was going to bring this up cuz you said this last year. Doesn't it feel like he has this kind of arrogance? Yep. Like I'm the shit and it why are you questioning me kind of like kind of like
0: air. And dude, now and I'm not I don't want to say anything off base about this kid, but um you know, usually when you've been handed everything and you're just naturally better than people when I, I mean, we've all played sports growing up, okay? Like we we've we've all uh you know, raised levels and seen better competition, you get to a point in life where, you know, um, skill doesn't matter if you can't outwork the next guy because you get to a point where everyone's got the same skill. If you don't want to put in the time, you don't want to put in the work, you're not going to last. And I think, you know, maybe, and I'm only assuming because I don't fucking know. I can only say what it looks like to me. It looks like to me where um, he's hit a point where he's not being handed anything anymore. And I think it's bothering him, especially with Elaine Vigneault coming in as the coach, because we didn't. Even, I don't like. I said maybe he really does have things going on. I'm not saying that he doesn't, but Elaine Vigneault comes in, things are going to change, and all of a sudden Nolan Patrick has headaches. Do you know what I'm saying? He's not yeah, guaranteed. I mean, Go ahead.
1: I, I mean, I don't doubt that there's something wrong with him,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and there may have been something wrong with him before, but this is something that I have noticed from him. I would say like the last season and a half from him just because you can see when he turns it on Mm -hmm. that the talent is there but he is used to being the best guy on his team you know one of the best guys in the whl probably without having to try very hard but now every single guy that you're playing with and against was the best player on his junior team was the best player in his junior league was the best player in college, was the best player in Europe. Like, these are the best players. You can't coast on just the talent anymore. Nobody can. Even Conor McDavid's got to put the work in. Mm-hmm. And if he's not willing to, he's never going to be what we wanted him to be. And it's super frustrating because at the time that that happened, I think we were all like, shit, this is going to change everything. Like, it's going to move the whole timeline forward. And that's obviously just not not the case.
2: I Sus. remember his rookie year. It, he He was drafted. He had, like, a boil on his face, and he missed some time yeah. in the offseason.
3: Yeah. So he didn't
2: really play a full preseason, yet he was still, like, our second-line center, like, handed the role. You know, so I, I totally get what you guys are saying. And the London Knights, who I believe he played for, are they not like the New York Yankees of the, of the junior league, whichever league he's in? Like, they had uh mcdavid they, they have all like the best players like they're always playing with the best guys so if you're already really good and you're playing with extreme talent you really don't have to put in the effort and now it's like it's not as coming to as easy as it has been like we said he has a talent but do you see him as the yadmir Yager who's staying afterwards getting the key to the building so he can work out and all that definitely not he does not strike me as that guy at all
1: yeah i don't think so also he um i don't think he played for the knights did he
2: i don't remember i thought he played with mcdavid or not with mcdavid but he was lower in the lineup
1: no he was a weak king that's right oh that's right weak yeah. Kings yeah I thought so excel's team I keep my mouth shut <laughs> <Hey. laughs>
0: we king and a, a weak king and a knight's basically the same thing
1: yeah yeah sure
0: yeah sure uh, i knew what you minutes,
2: meant Jack. i don't i don't see him based on his demeanor as a guy who's going to be putting in the extra work to elevate his game. Right. There's nothing in his interviews that I've seen that tell me that. There's nothing in his general work ethic. And he's, he like I said, he had so many injuries or, or weird issues that kept him out of the lineup, yet his lineup spot has never been in jeopardy.
1: Well, to be fair, prior to this year... There wasn't really a lot going on down the middle, of the Flyers. So it's it like that, Nolan Patrick or.
0: Scott this is what Lutton. I'm saying. This is what yeah. I'm saying. So now all of a sudden they go out and sign Kevin Hayes. It's like, what am I going to be on this third line forever? You know what I mean? I, I don't know. It's like, what what's my position on this team? You know, am I going to be playing with Jerkoffs like uh, you know this guy and that guy? I'm a second overall pick, I'm this, I'm that, and, you know, oh, my head hurts. I'm not saying it's a bull—I'm not saying it's a lie. I'm not saying it's bullshit, you know, because we've all heard things. We know somebody that knows somebody that knows something. just seems—it seems odd. That's all. Mm-hmm. Um, so without, you know, dwelling too much on that, Kyle, unless you had anything you wanted to add?
3: <laughs> no, but fun little fact, he did play with Ivan Proveroff in Juniors.
1: He did. Maybe that's
0: what it was. That is a fun little factoid. Thank you for that.
2: Yeah. Two totally different players. One's a workout machine and the other one's coasting.
0: Yeah. What the hell? Um, I, That's pretty much all the hockey that I have here, guys. You want to move on or did I miss anything?
2: Well, the, the funny thing I brought up, Patrick, like if he were to suddenly come back, he would look like a hero. Right? He sure would. <laughs> like right and now. Oh, my like, God. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be like we turn you know, in this time of need. We turn to you and. I
0: don't think he's anywhere near coming back. I've heard.
2: I have heard he's skating, and that's. <laughs>
0: <not>. <laughs> I like. The, I love the daily updates about. Oh, Nolan Patrick skated today. Yeah, oh, okay. he, he I the took a shower.
2: Team. He came out to Florida with the team.
0: Like, who cares? Yeah. Yep. So, um, Christmas is coming up. What's today's date? The sixteenth. That would make Christmas what nine days yes. away. Christmas days eight away. days. Away? I haven't really been into Christmas spirit this year. I don't know about you guys. I usually put lights up outside, maybe decorate the house a little bit. My parents came over last week and they were like, what the hell's going on over here? Are you okay? Like, You know, you don't have any decorations up, blah, blah, blah. So th- for this episode, we'll kind of do a, a little bit of a Christmas theme here. Um, I asked you guys to you know, come, in, come with five Christmas movies apiece for a top five and we'll kind of do an HW Christmas movie top five. Um, Kelly, we could start with yours.
1: Okay. In no particular order, because ranking things is hard for me.
0: No, come on, you you have to rank.
1: I have to rank them. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, that's, that's the okay. Rule. Okay. <laughs> yeah. They're all tied for first. Okay. Number five. I thought
0: five I'd being, go Five the
1: worst. Being, Five being the least favorite of the five. Okay. I thought I would go super weird. And say "kiss, kiss, bang, bang." Well, that's have- a Christmas movie. I didn't even know that. I mean, it's about as much of a Christmas movie as Die Hard is, and I have to hear about that shit every year. So, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> shots fired. Uh, number four. I'm gonna go the holiday, and I will not apologize because it's cheesy as fuck, and I love it. Um, mm-hmm. that's definitely a Christmas movie number three um, a christmas story yeah Sick. that's a good one
2: yeah number
1: two home alone number one christmas vacation very wow. good makes good me feel
2: stuff. a little bit better about my list
1: Okay, that Jack.
0: supposed to mean wait first <laughs> this was christmas vacation right yeah okay jack go ahead all right, well, I
2: got some weird ones on mine, but f- number five, I'll do the same way I go five to one. I'm gonna go with the Christmas story. It's uh, always on. It's uh, some would say overplayed, 24 hours a day sometimes. Colonious. but I have to see it <laughs> That's at Christmas. great. I am completely associated with Christmas. I have to see it. And the main a- the main kid was in Spider-Man the, uh, far from home, so that was cool. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> what was his name? Do you remember his name? In the Ralphie? movie, with Ralphie. the glasses,
1: Ralphie.
0: Ralphie, that's it. Yeah. All right, this is where I get a little weird. Number
2: four, it's probably not a Christmas movie, but Batman Returns. Wait, oh, what? On.
1: He looked Merry Christmas?
2: Christmas at the end of it. Goodwill will the <laughs> men, and he says, "And women
1: for Okay, women. At the, okay when we're when we're finished giving these rankings, we're gonna have to have a real like existential conversation about what makes a Christmas movie. Because we're gonna differ.
3: However, I don't really like that word.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I have to I watch it every year. I, I'm a huge Batman fan. I have to. And there's snow. <laughs> it ends on Christmas Eve. You know. Let's move on. Right. So number three is a Christmas vacation. I love that movie. Number, f- number two, it's Home Alone. I mean, I grew up on that movie, and we do a podcast with Marv here. Oh my God! You had to.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's your own fault.
1: I don't and even Ashley, look like Marv. You do not look like Marv. Can't it's it. taken
2: all in her life. It's a zone, Jim. I can't help you. Uh, and number one is a double whammy for me. I might get a little flack for this, but I love a Nightmare Before Christmas. It counts as a Halloween no, movie. No, that's good. So that's my. That's one of my favorite movies. So uh, I know. So I guess only a Batman Returns is a little weird. I didn't say Die Hard, which is more oh. probably more of a Christmas movie than yeah. Batman Returns, but.
0: I was expecting that to be your number one. I I'd like now, your top uh, five. Listen, do I think it's
2: a Christmas movie? Yeah, it takes place all Christmas at a Christmas party. But it's not one of my favorite movies.
0: Uh, good top five, Jack. Outside the box there with the Batman and then Nightmare Before Christmas I as your number one. one. I,
2: I need a one outside the box.
0: I salute that. Nice, nice top five. Kyle.
3: Yes. It's
0: my <laughs> <laughs> What is your Googled top five? <laughs>
3: It's, it's not good, I actually put some thought into this. Oh, you did. Oh, I think no. I, I, may have, I may have one that's going to totally surprise everybody.
2: He faked the uh, technical difficulty so he can make his list. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's exactly what took place. Damn it. <sighs> right. So, five, we got to give it to Marv here. <laughs> what were you gotta calling me earlier? Got to gotta give it to my boy Marv. What happened? What were,
1: what,
0: <laughs> what were you calling me earlier today
3: I'm not saying that <laughs> <laughs> all right this is a this is a cheesy one for me but I really liked it when I was a kid uh the Santa Claus oh that's a good one all with right. Tim, Allen. Tim Allen yeah we have with Tim Allen the tool man yep and then you can never go wrong with the elf
1: oh that's a good one I'm not I, a fan of the elf uh, no. It's just Elf, by the way. Come on, it, Not Elf. The elf. No, no, same thing. <laughs> Y'all what?
3: all knew what I was talking about. <laughs> you,
0: you called it the Elf, or did I call it the Elf? You both. I
2: call You called it,
3: it the I,
0: Elf.
2: It's a different movie. It, elf. elf.
0: <laughs> I like Elf. Yeah, go ahead. What's the, what's uh, number
3: two? No, oh, number two. This one. This one's gonna surprise everybody. Klaus, off of Netflix. Klaus. Favorite Christmas movies of all time. I have a three year old, no, no, no. so I've seen it about 200 times.
2: Ah, uh, there you go. Clouds, like clouds fast. in the
0: sky?
3: No, like no, it's Klaus. Klaus, but Klaus, they call him Klaus instead of Santa Claus.
0: Gotcha.
3: And number one, the nostalgic 24 hour a day Christmas story.
0: <laughs> okay, right. that's been on every list so far, huh? How it's about
2: classic. you, Jim?
0: Um, so months...
2: Well, Five better be home alone.
0: <laughs> One, two, three. Did they make a three? Yeah,
2: yeah, they made like five or six of them.
0: Wow, did they really?
2: They were terrible.
3: <laughs> that is learn <terrible>. undefeated, perfect. <laughs> <laughs>
0: My definitely not as cool as your guys. Uh, you guys had some interesting ones in there. Uh, five, I got a Christmas Carol. Four, I got the Grinch. That's a mo- not the movie though. the The cartoon. I don't like. Yes, the movie. that's a
1: good opinion.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, I love Jim Carrey, but the Grinch, was, you know, maybe it's because the cartoon is just that much better. Uh, a Christmas Story is three. Uh, when's that on? The day after Christmas, Christmas Eve? Eve. Or Christmas, Eve? No, Christmas yeah. Eve. Yeah. 12 o'clock at night or one o'clock at night. I, I go over um my uncle's house so when I get home. That's the first thing I put on to Christmas Story. Um, home Alone, number two. And then Christmas, yeah. vac- <laughs> Christmas Vacation, number one. I could watch that every night. It's just too mm. good. Um, so yeah, those are our Christmas top fives. If anybody out there has the same top five as any one of us, we will give you some cool flyers gear. Uh, if you follow us on Twitter, look for the tweet and tweet your top five. Uh, let's have fun with that. Um, Kelly, you had an idea earlier, and we won't we don't have to do this for every player. I know we're holy shit, we're we're more than an hour in uh, into this episode. Um, but you had an idea of matching, Certain Flyers players certain <laughs> Christmas songs. Yeah. Now, I tried to do this earlier, like, when I got home from work, and it wasn't as easy as it's I thought easy. it was going to be. I don't know if you put any thought into that, but...
1: I didn't. You know- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking along the lines of, like, like I think the one that I said, like, uh, Claude Giroux is the Christmas song because he's, like, classic and dependable. Yeah. And it's not Christmas unless you hear that song. The same as, you know, it's not a Flyers game without Claude Giroux. You know he's gonna be good.
2: So like most played is off because of time on ice.
1: <laughs> yeah, so he could be like Mary he could be like, uh, all I want for Christmas is you because it never shuts the fuck up for the entire season. Oh
2: snap, you're picking the actual
1: song. I thought
2: you meant the category. Yeah. Oh god, no. it's gonna be tough. All
1: right, yeah, see like I feel like
0: this I mean it's it's a really creative idea and be really a lot of fun if I was creative, but I can't think of <laughs> <laughs> like I right, really. Well, didn't if you know had to pick, of. who's
2: Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, who they won't let play in any reindeer games? If it was Haxtell, it'd be Ghost. But yeah, you
0: know, before who, you who, even finished, I thought of Nolan Patrick. His face is always.
1: Uh, red. Oh, jeez.
0: But then you said the not playing any games, and I'm like, it's definitely Nolan Patrick. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> well played
0: so yeah, yeah I mean that's pretty and good then you,
1: you gotta think of like a song that is like the best Christmas song that no one ever listens to and doesn't get a lot of respect and that song about, is John Couturier how about Silent Night? <laughs> who's Silent Night? Silent Night? Hey, if you are. <laughs> oh my God.
2: if it wasn't for this, these past three games that would have been amazing
0: <laughs> that
1: would have been very funny
2: oh
0: I guess Bar- Arabi would be deck your halls, I guess, huh?
1: <laughs> yeah, <he's> just...
0: <laughs>
1: Jingle all the way now. Yeah, noted tough guy and goon Barabee, Barabee,
0: Barabee,
1: who weighs like 130 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
2: Frosty the Snowman—that's Morgan Frost, right? I mean, come on.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would have to agree with that. Yeah, that was a good one. What else we got? I don't see. I don't know a lot of Christmas summer, songs. Something
2: what 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 is a feel good movie that
1: could be Carter Hart? Because he's, he's
0: Carter Hart. I feel like a away in a manger would be Carter Hart. He's, what? The savior. he's the savior.
1: He is the savior. Right. See, you said you're not creative. That works flawlessly. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, I, it feels like we're done. It feels like it, there's nothing else
2: to can, I'm just here. gonna say that, that ideas I'm, at you. Tyler Pitlick is home alone because he looks like he's uh, twelve years old, which is still twice as old as Macaulay Culkin, but he's still the youngest.
0: Does he have a young face? I never noticed that.
2: Oh my god! With his helmet on, he uh-huh. he looks he looks like he's a teenager.
1: He's one oh. of those guys where every time I see his face, I'm like, oh yeah, that's what he looks like.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that
1: guy.
0: Yeah. I don't really remember <laughs> yeah. seeing his face that often. That's interesting. Watch his face. Definitely going to Google his face after this. There you so. go. Yeah, I mean, uh, anything else Christmas-related or hockey uh, flyer-related, dating-related, marriage-related that you guys want to bring up before we end?
1: I would just like to say that it is entirely too soon for you people listening to give up on the Flyers. I saw a few tweets today about how they're going to be out of the playoffs come January, and we should start thinking about draft position and all that shit, and that's nonsense. The Flyers are securely in the playoffs right now. It's going to suck here for a little while, but there's no reason to think that this season is over, in my opinion.
2: I have two things on that. One, we oh, were in no. the playoffs come Thanksgiving, which means we're in. And two, somebody actually said something like, with all the bullshit that's going on with the Flyers this year, it's the perfect scenario for them to pull their shit together and
1: just win the cup. You're goddamn right.
2: <laughs> I'm not making that up. Somebody I've seen it before. I mean, it's happened in other sports where everything looks Let- great. And they just pull together, certain people come back at the right time, uh, timely trade. One thing we didn't talk about, Colbert Chuck was placed on waivers. I don't think is that good, but if you could bring him yeah. in because we're so no. short on bodies. No, <laughs> no, no, nope. what, what uh, The only way
1: I would do it is for minimum. league minimum. If would you would a league minimum. League minimum, I would do it. Not a hey. penny. Hey, I, one year? What the hell? Let us never forget that the St. Louis Blues were in last place.
2: Touche, mm, touche. Although I don't want to fire the coach and change goalies, which is what they did. <laughs> yeah, just, We don't
0: need to do that part. Kelly, you want to um, – I don't really think you need to plug uh, Broad Street Hockey, but do you, do you want to plug anything before we uh, get to Kyle and my last thoughts here?
1: What about- I mean, hopefully everybody likes Anybody?
0: Our- I was going to say, anybody that listens to us already Broad listens Street to hockey. you guys. Check yeah. out
1: Broad Street Hockey Radio. I don't know if everybody listens to like all the other stuff that we do. That's super fun. Like Bill's post games are amazing. Um, I Love do pre games that are all right. Um, you got flyperbole. We got a lot of good stuff. So check out all of it. If you only listen to the main show, the other stuff's good too. It's Absolutely. not pregame.
2: game. It's checking out the competition.
1: Yes. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for accurately plugging the thing that I do. I listen. What can I say? <laughs> Kyle, any um last
0: thoughts before we wrap up? Oh, uh,
2: w- real quick, Jim. I'm sorry, Kelly. Can you please tell that Devils fan to go pound sand the next time you oh, talk? Oh God, to him? I can't stand f- him, and now their team is a uh, dumpster fire. So just let him have it, please.
1: Yeah, next time we play them, I'm, I'll be sure to. He's a uh, he is a something else. That guy. Exactly. I would like to have like. A quarter of that guy's confidence. because I don't know where it's, it comes from. It's, it's, for him.
2: They think Mackenzie Blackwood is better than Carter Hart. And
1: he probably still does. I, I believe that he probably does.
3: <laughs>
1: All right, Kyle. Final thoughts.
3: What 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 the hell are my final thoughts? Was I supposed to say something? Is this Whenever, one of these occasions where I was supposed to remember to say Kyle's something?
1: my favorite, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's like
2: uh, my cousin Vinny. He just comes in at the end. Whatever that guy just said is bullshit.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a little confused. Hey, now, uh, that's it. That wraps up the show. All right.
0: So, um, yeah, my last thoughts on, on this Flyers team, because they are going through some shit here. I, I really don't think it's going to get any um, better as far as play and wins within the next week. Uh, they're facing some adversity. It's no, there's no doubt. Um, so I think it's unfair to expect them to play to the same level they were playing uh, a week ago in November. Uh, I think there's going to be some sort of process here. Uh, if there's any positives to take out of this, it's that, you know, I mean, they're facing adversity. They're going to either come out of it better, which I believe they will. And, um, you know, there's some, there's some good things on the way. Usually, you know, when, when you're at the bottom, which I feel... They pretty much are right now as far as morale and things like that. Uh, they can only get better. So I'm still I'm still um, positive. I'm still looking forward to the good things that are going to come with this Flyers team. They got some games coming up. They, they can win these games coming. And, uh, yeah, let's stay positive, guys. If we don't talk next week, you know, everybody have a safe uh, happy holiday, Merry Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, all that, and uh, we'll talk soon, guys. Kelly, thank you for coming on. And, Thank uh, you.
1: This was like the most fun ever.
0: Good. I'm. I'm glad you spread enjoyed the it. Word. I great spread time. The joy, spread the
1: word.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to wrap this up. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. We'll talk next week and go Flyers.
2: Go Flyers, baby.